0: Dirty Sports
1: Podcast. Welcome to the Dirty Sports Podcast. I am your host, Andy Ruther, coming to you live from the Smut Studio in Venice Beach, California, with my co-host, Joey. No chill prano. Good evening, Andy. How goes it?
2: Oh, you know, Sunday night. It's a rainy weekend here in Los Angeles. If you don't believe in climate change, you should come to Los Angeles sometime soon. <laughs> like it's been it's been raining here for 2 months and I looked
1: it's supposed to rain off and on all week.
2: It's ridiculous. I demand a refund. I want I want like 40% of my rent back. You can't sell me on sunny 72 and sunny and then have 2 months of uh rain. No, that's not why I'm here.
1: What do you think our listeners think? Living in okay, areas
2: well, fuck what they think honestly,
1: <laughs> where it's frigid.
2: <laughs> I don't care. You know, I'm I'm here for one reason and one reason only, and this is true. The, the The reason I moved to Southern California, where I could also pursue comedy, obviously, was because I could surf, ding, and uh, can't get in the water here because the people who created the city of Los Angeles thought that our sewers should run to the ocean, and uh, now it's just a fucking vile you know pit of garbage and human and dog shit and now i can't go in the ocean
1: are you talking about the ocean or the current state of mildred
2: avenue dude mildred what the fuck it looks like one of the homeless encampments that somebody came and bombed it to try to get them out of here it's like a wreckage i've seen bad i've seen bad homeless this is a bad one like what happened
1: Mildred looks like fire festival.
2: You, yeah, you got to do something.
1: I am. What are you didn't do? Well, I went to the office. Did you know this? Legally, a law was passed, I believe, circa two thousand six, two thousand seven, where you have to evict homeless people from the sidewalk, and it takes thirty days.
2: Except, I have great news for you, Andy. You go on Los Angeles three one one, and you put in. Some lie about toxic shit out there Be like This guy had an open fire This other dude took a shit on the sidewalk Like there's a couple things That will trigger their attention really quick Like uh, uh, Yeah Open flames Any sort of You know Human Waste Any sort of toxic um, You know Whatever Toxic material Well this is what
1: I was going to buy the, the office They they told me about this There's something called liquid ass
2: liquid ass
1: It's literally called liquid ass. I'm Wait, looking I'm,
2: Your office told you to buy liquid ass?
1: I'm buying it and I'm they have bought some even though that's on the DL and I'm going to spray apparently it is the worst smelling thing ever.
2: And you're going to spray what?
1: Their entire encampment. I'm sick of this shit. It seems like a bad move. Why?
2: Somebody's going to stab you with a rusty screwdriver.
1: You see what I'm looking at?
2: Yeah. Liquid ass. You
1: can buy it on Amazon. That was my
2: brother's nickname growing up. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's out of control
2: yeah it's gross out there it's out i've of never con- seen i've never seen it like that it looks like they are taking down an encampment but there's like people there was just like one of the foam underbeds just out there yeah. like who's sleeping on that in the rain i'm
1: telling you it's fire festival with way less rich white people yeah it's i was going out there yeah it's real bad
2: uh I can't believe we made it this far into the show. We, we have, have breaking news.
1: Yeah, we have some big news. It's
2: across, coming across the ticker.
1: In fact, how's the sound? I'd like to introduce our possible new intern, Aaron Moharis? Moharis. Moharis. Moharis, yeah. God, the whiteness in me came out.
0: <laughs> uh, actually, it wasn't that bad of an attempt. I mean, Moharis, Moharis, it's, that's pretty close. Moharis. Moharis, yeah.
1: Okay. Aaron. Why would you want to come join the Dirty Sports team? That's my first Th- question.
0: Tell us about yourself. Yes. All right. Um, well, I started listening to uh, the Dirty Sports podcast um, probably about a little under a year ago, and uh, it was uh, something, something better than the reiterated versions of like, what you see on ESPN, and I liked the, uh, I guess, the, the dirtiness of it, of, as you will. The um, uncensored, yeah, vibe. the uncensored vibe to it compared to everything else. Um, You're saying we're
2: not cunts, uh, yeah.
0: <laughs> um, let's see what you did there. Aside from that, I'm from uh, Fresno, California, which is a fantastic place. If you haven't been, I <laughs> urge all of you guys to check it out.
1: Now, now, now for people who don't know about Fresno, give the me...
0: Car Brothers, Car Brothers, the, the, yep. the most famous <laughs> residents. Every of commercial, Fresno. every local bank commercial, Car Brothers. Is, is it? Them. Oh yeah, they're there. Yep. <laughs> uh who are other famous folks from fresno um other crystal f- famous folks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh if you ever watch gangland you can uh okay you see uh the fresno bulldogs on there That's probably about the most famous thing i can think of aside from they're a biker gang uh no uh they are just the uh i guess all the all the yofuls in fresno just kind of grouped together and now they're the Fresno Bulldogs. Uh, well, and
2: the, and the
0: Fresno University, right? Is it? Mm-hmm. University yeah, Fresno of Fres- State. Mm-hmm. Fresno State, they're the Bulldogs. Uh, yep. Right? Conflict of interest, definitely. You're not, yeah. allowed, you're not allowed to wear uh, Fresno State college gear at schools because of the Bulldogs. Really? Yeah. Wait, 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 wait. What? Yeah. Because of the gang.
1: Because of the gang, you can't wear your own school's apparel.
0: Yeah. It's, it's a problem. Because you'll die. I guess, yeah, it's like in game theoretically, yeah, yeah, yeah. if they see you, which is funny because they're so far from the university, but all the schools just freak out about it. I think
1: we need to do a program where we get them in school, like a reality TV show, yeah. where we get the gang members going to take like
0: chemistry classes to enroll. and
2: shit yeah chemistry class is great we're helping their meth campaign (laughs) uh did you go to fresno state i did yeah i went to fresno state Uh and now you're at pepperdine now i'm at pepperdine law school Mm -hmm. not to put your entire life on blast but yeah you want to find him
0: yeah find me over at the uh the malibu campus going to law school i'm very jealous that you're at that, that that what a great location to be in school yeah, it was awesome. Aside right from the beach. aside from the fires, that was right. pretty wild. Class um, was probably canceled. Class was canceled. Basically, the whole month of November was just a wash. So just, there you go. A silver lining to everything. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Some some student that was flunking out lit that fire. <laughs> He's like, not
1: anymore. What's that like going from Fresno to Malibu?
0: It's a huge difference. Um, it was funny in in Fresno. Huge, huge ag town, huge farming town. Um, everyone there just drives the lifted trucks, does that whole, that whole look came to Malibu and it was just, you know, everyone's driving the electric cars. I mean, I even, I have a hybrid now, so yeah. it's already had its effects on me, but everyone's, uh,
1: he's already healthier. changed. Yeah. yeah. It's Friendly, a healthier got,
0: lifestyle all the way to the top
2: mm-hmm. and Malibu, yeah. no buttons whatsoever. <laughs> yeah. bro, you can't button your shirt, bro. <laughs> he lost, can't let your shirt
0: like hold you down. You
1: he know lost know I mean? all his Raiders tattoos. Yeah. yeah. Ironically. <laughs> now we should get to that. You are a Raiders fan. Yo yeah. fool.
0: Yo man. I mean, diehard Raiders fan. I, I've been a Raiders fan since day one. Um it's been painful to say say the least, especially lately with uh, John Green coming yeah, back
2: So this is your first year you're like 23? twenty three? 26. six. Twenty six. Twenty okay. six. Um so you haven't you haven't really experienced good times in
0: No, place. I mean the closest was the Super Bowl against the Bucks, which I mean that was We're, you would have been how old you'd been? I, 10, I 11? I was too young to appreciate how bad it was, that's yeah. for sure. Yeah. But uh Either way, it still wasn't fun to watch, and especially seeing all of my uncles just throwing out all their Raider stuff, you know? Throwing it out. Couch covers, <laughs> uh, telephones, <laughs> cell phone, whatever, you know, any Raiders memorabilia. They the logo of. off the back yeah. of the truck. Oh, yeah, it was gone.
1: <laughs> you must have some amazing Jamarcus Russell memories, though.
0: Oh, that, that alone was just, I feel like, defines the last two decades for the Raiders. It's just been Jamarcus Russell. And then, I mean... Yeah, and then like the one, what one and
2: a half seasons of Randy Moss—the only time in his career he was not the most dominant receiver. <laughs> yeah, alive. yeah, but yeah,
1: you are gonna you are gonna root for them when they go to Las Vegas, correct?
0: Oh yeah, I also root for them.
1: Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. I can't. I mean, I can't give up on them. I mean, I mean, I, I can't say I've ever had a time where it's been great. So you know, that's all right. I'll, I'll take Plus it. Plus, you get to go to Vegas now. Yeah, I got to go to Vegas. Yeah. yeah. Have
1: you been to Las Vegas?
0: I have. Yeah, okay. a few, few times.
1: Yeah. Yeah, the stadium. It's, I don't know if you've seen it. It's right off the fifteen on the other side of Man- Mandalay Bay.
0: Right, yeah, actually, I went there I could,
1: You could say recently. it's within shooting distance of Mandalay Bay.
2: Way, way too soon. <laughs> especially since, you know, I'm going to go down the conspiracy wormhole with that one. <laughs> especially, welcome especially, aboard, Aaron. Especially since yeah. we haven't found the government agency that even coordinated that
0: attack.
1: Yet. Yeah, welcome aboard, Aaron. Are you excited?
0: Yeah, glad to be here. Well, I'm, I'm super excited. Thank you. Thanks for having me.
1: We are glad to have you.
0: How's Where th- are your Raiders playing next year? Do we know that? As, for, as our official Raiders correspondent. You know what? I know there was uh, some talk of AT&T Park, and last I heard is that is off the table. So I, I'm not sure.
1: Funny you guys bring this up. I did not put this on the rundown, but I did see an article. The San Francisco 49ers have said, fuck no. AT&T Park, which is now changed to a, a new name. I don't I don't know the new sponsor, the new yeah. corporate, whatever. Oracle. Oracle. Yeah. They're doing that too? Yeah. Uh, they said no. So the rumor is, the last headline I saw was that they're going to have to go back with their tail between their legs to negotiate with Oakland Coliseum.
2: Why aren't they just like, what, UNLVs are now?
1: I mean, it's a 45,000-seat stadium. Sam Boyd Stadium is the name of it. I say they just do that. They say it's not up to par for NFL standards, as if Oakland Coliseum was. Right. There's a goddamn pitcher's mound when Derek Carr's <laughs> yeah. trying to do a three-step drop.
2: They should just play in the streets of Oakland, like fucking <laughs> NFL blitz style. What about go to the go to the lifted <laughs> truck? Make a hook left. What about Fresno? Yeah, there you go.
1: I see that in the comment section. I I believe Daniel Ramirez. I'm assuming he's also from Fresno. Why not Bulldog Stadium?
0: I mean, Fresno's it's it's already such a a college bulldog's town, and
1: but you can't wear the gear. You can't wear the gear, <laughs> yeah.
0: except except for. At the stadium, the only I could see coming out of the Raiders playing in Fresno would be just more fights. between all the Niners fans and the Raiders fans just in that one stadium, there's already enough fights when we play Boise State. It only be it'd be worse with the Raiders and Niners in the same it's area. So yo fool, <laughs> yeah, so, oh yeah, so it's yo-fool. overrun. You're our official yo fool correspondent. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna have to get if Aaron if Aaron gets the job, we're gonna need like a uh, a weekly. You know, yo fool story from your past.
1: Like, yeah. I You
2: remember the time when my uncle,
0: I'm not going to do the story for you, but you, you you know, we'll get you some good ones.
1: We'll, we'll, we'll get you going. How, how are we doing on sound, Aaron? How, is it, how are we doing on YouTube? Are we doing all right?
0: Yeah. Everything checks out. It's, it's sounded so far so good. The only thing I saw Somebody, was turn Joe's volume up. That was a while ago. That, I
1: think that's when we started. Yeah. He wasn't directly in the mic. Okay. Well, cool. Well, we're already talking NFL, so we might as well lead in to some football stuff. The... American Alliance or Alliance of American Football. I don't know. What is it called? I think it's
2: called the Alliance, Andy. The Alliance. It's like uh, Star Wars. Okay. Like the Alliance.
1: It debuted yesterday.
2: Yep. Did you watch any of it?
1: Like two minutes. The San Diego Fleet versus the San Antonio Commanders Mm -hmm. at the Alamo Dome.
2: Yeah. I did not watch any of it.
1: It was, I believe, a 15-6 to game. I was like, what is this? Super Bowl 53 all over again?
2: Because there's no... uh, there's no extra points, correct?
1: Oh, I didn't know that. I didn't really know No extra
2: it. points, no kickoffs. Uh, there is, I believe you can't onside kick because there's no kickoffs. So what you can do, instead of an onside kick, instead of the other team starting with the ball at their own 25, you can go for like a one down. It's basically like a fourth and 12. And if you get it, you keep the ball. You get Ah. It, whatever. Whatever the case may be. And if you don't, I don't know where you start, but – Eight teams, some coaches. Uh, Spurrier's a coach of Orlando. Mike Singletary's a coach of one of the teams. Love Singletary, big fan here. Can't do it. Can't win with them. Who? Any of these players in the alliance? Uh, who else? Mike Martz.
1: Bill Polian is like behind it.
2: Yeah, Bill former... Polian and like Dick Ebersol's son. Yeah. Um. Yeah.
1: I didn't know Martz was from San Antonio. I did not know that either. Yeah, that's why he was coaching them last night. Got it. He's put on some pounds since his Rams days.
2: Well, it's not the high, it's not the greatest show on turf anymore. <laughs> He's like, it's the greatest show, uh, surf and turf. I'm going to do the surf and turf again and uh, extra baked potato.
1: Mike Martz went from like a steak meal at Boa to basically Denny's Grand Slam breakfast. That's what it's like going from Kurt Warner, Isaac Bruce, Marshall Falk, Tori Holt to, hey, I'm coaching a team next to the Riverwalk.
2: Well, yeah, I remember Kurt. Uh, Kurt Warner was, uh, you know, wasn't he in the World Football League for a minute? Wasn't he like he was a arena? Yeah, something arena? like that. He might have even been in the World. He might have been in both. Yeah, but yeah, this is probably right up Martz's alley.
1: Well, the debut happened last night, and I was curious to see that because it was going head to head with the Houston Rockets, Oklahoma City Thunder, primetime ABC basketball game. Yep, and the numbers are out. The Alliance of American Football drew more listener I'm sorry more viewers. It had 2.913 million viewers and the basketball game grew or, or drew 2.524. Now, it should be noted though, it was the debut game. Right. Which
2: the XFL started Hot. huge. Uh the A the USFL started huge. Um let's see if it holds on. Also, Yesterday was Saturday. Um, there was a couple of big college basketball games and then you went into, you know, Oklahoma City, Houston. Like even myself, I was watching the end of uh I watched the second half of Duke Virginia and then, you know, I started doing other stuff. Whereas if Duke Virginia hadn't been on, I probably would have, you know, checked the calendar and been like, Oh, I'm gonna watch Oklahoma City, Houston. I ended up watching Oklahoma City, Houston later, but I I watched the second half of that because I was doing something, and then right after the Duke, Virginia game ended, I went and like you know, did some shit, and then I was like, oh, what's on now? Oh, look at this. So I think a lot of things played into the factor, but first of all, it was the first game. Second of all, the crowd that you're targeting with football that starts a week after the Super Bowl. Is also the crowd that's like, I am watching that NBA with all their traveling and their no defense playing. You know those those lazy players. You're like, just say it, man. Just, just say, it. Just, just say
1: the, just, just say, say the it. racial slur. Yeah, just, just say, say it. it.
2: Just say. You it. know you want to, not let them play defense. Well, five steps on every drive.
1: Here's the thing, though, too. I've only seen positive responses, and and now I'm looking at even the YouTube comment section that we have right now. By the way, guys, Aaron will be moderating, moderating the YouTube comment yeah. section.
2: So if you have any questions uh, for the show, maybe something we can touch on at the end, I thought a fun thing, especially if we've got them once a week, is uh, at the end of the show, he could put together three or four questions from the comment section. And that could be, like, uh, calls or whatever. Perfect, perfect, yeah.
1: So so let us know in the comments section. But I'm seeing a lot of positive response right now. And the big thing everybody talked about was the pace of the game was so much quicker than the NFL, and the game only took a couple hours. Like, they they basically chopped off an hour of NFL time.
2: Which I guess is cool, but then, like, this is the same thing that happens in the conversation that's obviously always with baseball,
1: which we're going to actually get to later in the show.
2: But like that where, where do you draw the line? like if you love football and you're watching football the week after the NFL ends, why do you want less football? Like suddenly you're like, "Oh, fuck, more football." And you're like, "Could the game be 45 minutes? That'd be great. Yeah. I guess if you want to watch five 45 minute games in a day. That's an option, but like there's got to be a tip- tipping point, like how short do people want these games?
1: Well, I know for me personally, I do think NFL games go on too long, and when a game is shorter, I always say, "Oh, that was nice. That game only lasted three hours. I, I think three hour, 30 minute games and longer are too long. Now, obviously, scoring depends on that. look I mean, at this
2: most football games are coming at three hours. I don't think they do. Well, look, every week, I mean, there's, you know, we still... Can we look
1: that up, Aaron? Can we look up the average NFL game length?
2: you look at the, uh, I still refer to them, even though I'm on the West Coast, as the 1 o'clock and 4 o'clock games. But most of the games are over by the time the late games start. Usually maybe have one or two that are, like, sticking around.
0: So I I got it right here, actually. It says the... uh average NFL game length is three hours and eight minutes, which okay. is 16 minutes longer than the average uh, college game. W- what year is that from? Is that recent? This is actually uh, 2017. We try to find something more recent. Okay, though.
1: that's fine. Yeah, that's close enough. I think Ruth are
2: busting his balls already. Can you find something <laughs> a little more recent than last year?
0: I'm not okay. busting the guy's
1: balls. By the way, he got to that very quickly. Yeah, Thoroughly <laughs> impressed. Uh, you-
2: Tre- Trevor would have mailed a letter to the NFL asking them. He's like, you guys have you guys have a stamp? <laughs> I've, I've I've written my query for them. Is okay, they have a
1: stamp. Is, is he my dad? Yeah.
0: Okay, this is actually the most recent article I could find. This is a uh, February third, twenty nineteen. It says uh, three we hours. Like, nothing from this week. What the fuck's your problem? <laughs> three hours and twelve minutes is the updated. Yeah, updated time.
1: Okay, so so Prano's right. It's a little over three hours. It's not three and a half. Uh, okay. Fair enough, but
2: hey, I get it. I mean, I understand that these that people are saying, hey, they lo- they like the pace of the game. But uh, my question is because I've never actually, there's no sport really, even in baseball where I'm like, oh god, this has just gone on forever. I mean, obviously, baseball is an open ended game, and uh, I mean, I enjoy the pace of baseball personally, but like. I, you always hear this with everything. Has to be faster. Has to be faster. I just want to know for the people who are saying that that is something that they enjoyed. Then what, how how long do you want football games to be? You know.
1: Let us know in the YouTube comment section. What do you guys think? Do you like games at three hours thirty minutes? Do you like three hours? Do you like two and a half?
2: Yeah, like what? I guess the question is like, what are you doing if a game's two and a half hours? What are you doing with that extra half
1: hour? Beating off. Yeah, I yeah. am on a Sunday. I'm jacking off. Okay, it's weird. It's not weird. I've, I've, I've said this before and I'll say it again. Guys, your official masturbation day should be Sunday. There's no other day.
2: So uh, correct me if I'm wrong in how I just took this, but you would like to watch uh, men roll around with each other for only two and a half hours and then you'll have a half hour free to masturbate before continuing to watch men roll around with each other.
1: That's not exactly what I said. This is what I'll say though. There's nothing better than having enough...
2: Nothing makes you hornier. (laughs) No, I didn't say that
1: either. You're putting words in my mouth, Prano. What I'm saying is... When that four o'clock game ends, East Coast time, before the Sunday night game.
2: I mean, we all know you're jacking off to Chris Collinsworth. Let's be honest. <laughs> like that, that pregame, that pregame Sunday night action.
1: What I'm saying is, it's nice to settle in. You know, it's not a forced rush, which
2: doesn't make you gay, by the way, because he was born with lady parts.
1: Well, we're not talking about Chris Collinsworth right now. What we're talking about is my habits, and I, I like to settle in. I like to peruse. The sites first. I don't. I don't want to be a, a you know a rapid fire jackoff sesh. I, I don't. I don't like that. I like to take my time. A gif right there. <laughs> anyway, the ratings were good. They were good so far. I'll be. I'll be curious how it plays out. Now, and do you
2: like? Did you pick a team?
1: No. Are
2: you gonna pick a team?
1: Well, it's funny. Are you, you gonna s-
2: watch games?
1: It's funny you say that. I did look tonight on SeatGeek because the San Diego fleet were playing yesterday. Mm -hmm. And I said to myself, what is a ticket price for the Alliance American football game? (laughs)
2: Not too much. Is this what you said to yourself? You're like, what is the ticket price?
1: I did. (laughs) I probably said it out loud. I was, I said, curiosity is stewing in my brain. Let's see what's going on here. And I pulled up the SeatGeek app and I was blown away. On SeatGeek, Went down and looked at, where do they play now? We, we saw Notre Dame Navy play. What's the name of that stadium? Jack
2: Murphy. Qualcomm.
1: But it's not even Qualcomm anymore. Yeah, it's, it's like, uh,
2: Liberty, but like, yeah, you know, it's some fucking like credit union or something Yeah, there. the San, San Diego, Diego credit Diego. union. Yeah.
1: You could get really nice seats on SeatGeek to see the San Diego fleet for 65 bucks. So this is what I said, everybody. Or it,
2: 55 with that $10 off from SeatGeek, promo code DIRTY. That's
1: what I'm saying. Guys, if you haven't used SeatGeek promo code, I don't know what you're waiting on because I'm also sending koozies to anybody who uses the promo code and sends me screenshots. How many
2: koozies do you send when folks send you a screenshot? Two. Uh, can, I, can I throw something out there? Go for it. If you use promo code DIRTY to go to an Alliance football game, you get three,
1: perfect, perfect. If you guys use it for the new football, I'm all league-
2: about having. I'm all about having a competitive battle with the NFL because it'll just make things better. Yes, it's, it'll just improve everybody's game.
1: So, guys, hop on SeatGeek, and you can use it for all sports. All live entertainment events, like Joe was saying, best of all, everybody gets $10 off their first SeatGeek purchase. Just download the SeatGeek app and enter promo code DIRTY today. That's promo code DIRTY for $10 off your first SeatGeek purchase. SeatGeek Life's an event. We have the tickets. And once again, a simple screenshot. I'm actually sending some koozies tomorrow for uh, some guys in Ohio. So go ahead and do that and help support the show.
2: Yeah, let's let's get on SeatGeek and uh, let's pick a fleet game to go to. How many games are they playing this season? I believe
1: eight. No, I'm wrong. I'm just guessing.
2: There's only eight teams, so yeah. they might they might play everybody once. You know?
1: Yeah, I'm not sure. That,
2: that'd be seven, but still. Yeah. Um, I liked the Alabama. No, it's not the. It's the Birmingham. The Birmingham Iron. They kind of look, their, their uniforms are all black. They kind of look like the Sharks from any given Sunday. Ooh. But uh, I feel like I have to support the fleet just so that we can go to the game. Also, fuck just the entire state of Alabama, right? I don't want to support those guys, like the rah-rah the SEC crowd.
1: I don't hate the state of Alabama.
2: I don't hate the state of Alabama. I just hate the, the, that whole, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, the football.
0: So I, down there. I actually pulled up their uh, their season schedule. They play actually they play ten weeks, uh, ten week season, and then it goes into a it goes into a um, a fourteen playoff with the two higher seeds hosting the semis at uh, and the championship will be yeah at Sam Boyd Stadium in Vegas.
1: Nice. Well, wait 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 a second. So so this is this is important. They've decided that the championship. Is fine to use UNLV Stadium, but the Raiders, who once again play on top of a pitcher's mound, can't use it. I- I'm just saying, like,
2: like maybe this is part of the maybe this is part of it. What do you mean? You know that that Sam Boyd did a deal with the Alliance. Ooh, I like it. Just
1: fucking the NFL. Well, I'm already reading into things now. The XFL re next year.
2: I'm out on the XFL. I'm all on the alliance.
1: What if they what if they combine like like Sirius XM with XM and Sirius combined? Well, maybe.
2: But remember, like I was just talking to my friend today, he was like the XFL is going to be crazy. They're probably going to do all kinds of wild shit. And I'm like, "No, you forgot McMahon's basically doubling down on all the Trump aspects of hating the NFL. Everybody's going to be a Christian. No one's allowed to have been arrested. Uh Everybody's gotta like gotta wear a you know a fucking naval hat for when the anthem plays. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm serious, right? Wasn't that his thing? Wasn't it no one that had ever been arrested can play in that XFL?
1: He claimed that. Good luck with that.
2: Yeah, because because my buddy was like, "Is Manzel going to the XFL?" And I was like, "I don't think he can." Wasn't Manzel was arrested at some point, right? Yeah. Or no?
1: Yeah, he got a DUI. Yeah.
2: So why isn't Manzel in the? Uh, The Alliance. He's
1: not good enough.
2: To play in the Alliance, you think?
1: You know, he sat the bench.
2: In Canada. In Canada. The Alliance has
1: a lot of former players. Yeah,
2: Trent Richardson's on the, uh... They've actually done a cool job of, like... Hackenberg? Yeah, of having them be as part of teams that, like... like uh, The Birmingham team's a lot of Auburn, Alabama guys. San Diego's a lot of, um... UCLA guys, Utah, a lot of Pac-Pac 12 guys. It's kind of cool how they like broke it up a lot of Florida folks, obviously Spurrier is the coach of Orlando.
1: I think this is the NFL version of the G League. Like I think it's going to be a viable, you have guys who are trying to get in the league, guys who
2: trying to get back in the league.
1: Exactly. I think this might be the NFL because i saw i saw last night i did see the play where the guy had basically the interception which sealed the game last night and i forget his name i forget his name it was a spanish last name but anyway they they said this guy was an all american at oklahoma sanchez was it sanchez i think so but after he made the catch i believe i could be wrong on this i believe the announcer goes he was an all american at oklahoma so they're not picking up scrubs off the street. You know, they're not grabbing gang members from Fresno and throwing shoulder pads on them. Although that'd be a fun game to watch too.
2: Yeah. The Bulldogs versus the Bulldogs and the Battle of the Bulldogs.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, I want to discuss this Bob Costas thing that broke this morning that was all over the news. Because I, I have a strong opinion about Bob. Old <sighs> Costi.
2: I have a strong opinion about Bob.
1: He was removed... What about Bob? Well, here's what about Bob. It was revealed through ESPN's Outside the Lines that he was removed from last year's Super Bowl. That was going to be his last thing with NBC. As everybody knows, he was with NBC for 30-plus years. He left. That was going to be his last hurrah, You know, his, his final go-out-with-the-bang. And basically, he caused too much of a stir with an essay he wrote, and also a speech he gave out, I believe, University of Maryland. And NBC was like, you can't be at the Super Bowl because of your stance against concussions and what he's saying that it's doing to the game. I have a couple opinions on this. One, I'm not the biggest Bob Costas fan. I should say that going in. but
2: Are there Bob Costas super fans out there? I think there are. Are there a lot of people that were watching like later with Bob Costas?
1: I think there are. Okay. I do respect him taking a stance. I'm never going to diss anybody taking a stance. Basically, Bob Costas said, I don't want to deal with football anymore because of the concussion thing and that. So I will give someone respect to say, if you're putting your money where your mouth is, so to speak, I'll respect that for anybody. That's again been my big issue with a lot of he's, these
2: people. He, he was he that was supposed to be his end of everything. He's not even doing the Olympics or anything like that.
1: Well, he's done with NBC now, officially. Okay. But that but he had blatantly said I'm done with the NFL.
2: Right. I'm not He c- wasn't done with like the backdoor – you know, briberies that occur for the Olympics so that like construction companies in Russia can funnel money to God knows what building stadiums that will never be used again and all that. But I get it. I get it. He has a problem with concussions.
0: Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. It's
1: fine. So that's my first thing. My second thing though is like, we've all known this since the beginning of time, right? Like, like he, what, what's kind of crazy is he just came to this epiphany if you look at it, it starts taking us back to 2015. Like He just had an epiphany that grown men who are running at insane speeds with insane strength colliding, it basically said he had this epiphany when he saw the movie Concussion. I saw Concussion in the theater. I didn't need to see it to know these guys are fucked up.
2: Well, I mean, in defense of Bob, and I haven't read a ton on it, but maybe he's saying that like, now the information's out there, everybody knows it, and the fact that we're just not going to talk about it anymore is a little bit criminal.
1: Yeah. So basically, NBC told him, Prano, that- Told him to go fuck themselves. Yeah. They told him. <laughs> and they straight up said, we're in the middle of renegotiating. That was when they were in the middle of renegotiating Thursday Night Football, the New Deal, which they ended up paying $45 million a game for, mm-hmm. which was within this last couple years. And- It just brings, the reason I think this is relevant to what we were just discussing with the Lions, because football is not going anywhere, ever. Americans love violence. We do. We love violent sports. We love violent video games. We love killing people at schools. I mean, I'm not trying to be an asshole, but like, we are a country that loves violence. If you look at it from like a sociological perspective, we love violence in this country. So it's not going anywhere. In fact, I pulled this number up. This is crazy to me. The NFL this year took in seven billion from its television deal this year alone. Just that's,
2: that's down a lot, though, right? No, that's not really. I was I was told that no one's watching the NFL because of all the people that were kneeling.
1: Well, that was a blatant I, lie. I was,
2: I was told a lot of these true yeah. patriots were boycotting.
1: Well. Whether they're, not, they're boy- they're whether they're not boycotting, whether they're boycotting or not, the NFL took in seven billion in TV deals in 2018. When that when that revenue sharing breaks down, every team in the NFL made 218 million just off the TV deal. And you, according to USA Today, that number by 2027 in just eight years is going to balloon all the way up to 17 billion. So it's only trending upward. So the point is. Football is not going anywhere anytime soon. So it begs the question about Bob. Until C- I hear Eric Reed's back. This is good night and good luck. <laughs> but it begs the question with Bob Costas. He's taking this stance. And again, look, man, you can do whatever you want. It's not going anywhere.
2: Right. Well, let's, let's be honest also. Bob Costas was on his way out the door. Bob Costas was, you know, trying to set off a hand grenade as he walked out of the building. Yeah. You know, he was trying to do the Joker at the hospital, you know, looking back. like. But uh,
1: real quick side sidebar. Do you what movie you think you've referenced the most on this show?
2: The I, Top Gun. <laughs> it's got to be Top Gun.
1: Batman's up there. Top three.
2: Yeah. What? The whole series, the whole franchise or just Dark Knight in the, general?
1: Both. You love yeah. referencing Dark Knight.
2: Yeah. Batman. I mean, I love I'm a huge Batman fan. Yeah. The best superhero, in yeah. my opinion. You know, because the only one without a superpower. He's just a rich dude. He's fucking badass. Yeah. Guy's just a vigilante. Love it. Um, Yeah. But I, it's definitely Top Gun, right? I mean, my Top Gun references on the show are long and distinguished. On my list. <laughs> so is my Johnson, by the way. Aaron you're gonna have to go
1: back 494 episodes I know you're in law school and I know you're kind of busy but we'd like you to review every time Prano has mentioned a movie can can you handle
0: that yeah I'm gonna have to run some kind of a metadata speech speech search some of them are real uh, subtle yeah gotta gotta find them all
1: are you living we're like can we discuss your living situation because we're talking about movies are you living at like a movie producer's house what's going on here
0: Arguably could be from the looks of it. Um, but from what I know, you live in a mansion? He's just, I live in the, uh, the guest house attached to to somebody's mansion. It's, uh, significant.
2: I imagine that the guest house is significantly bigger than Andy's place. (laughs)
0: Um, it's bigger. I wouldn't say significantly, <laughs> yeah. but it's bigger. It's uh, you're the only person. It's just, person living it's just there, one right? big room. No, yeah. actually, no I, no, I live there with, uh, with my girlfriend. Yeah. Oh, with your girlfriend. Yeah. Okay. I was yeah.
2: like, he's not, he's not like stockpiling law students in there. Right. No. He's like, I have a guest house. I have
0: six law students living in there. It's my law bunker.
1: So you're in the guest house.
0: Yep. In the guest house. Is there a pool? I wish. No, no pool. Actually. Um, he's working on building one. It's been happening for a long time. I got people in and out that's, why, has, side. that's why he has yeah. a Mexican living in his pool house <laughs> <laughs> he, he's like I don't pay rent but I
2: shovel a lot yeah. <laughs> it's like I've been digging it's just, like a scene out of Encino he's hoping man. I'll
0: pitch in every, every couple of days yeah, <laughs>
1: yeah. So it's not a bad little setup then and you moved here with your lady that's what I I told him I said I said man Hispanic dudes they, they settle young yeah like he's not married yet yeah but could it be the one
0: I mean yeah they, I, they I, live together I think at this point you know we live together and stuff so I mean, yeah, I think it's it's definitely it's going that way. It seems like it, you know. There's, I I can't say there's anything in the way. He's of
2: it. no EJ Gomez though. EJ was married at 14.
1: <laughs> does your girlfriend have any cute friends?
0: Uh, yeah, yeah, she does. That's I can I can try to, ask to you weird old guy. <laughs> I can try to bring some down this way.
1: <laughs> would I would I be the creepy weird old guy?
0: I mean, I don't think so. I think I think at this age, they're like, well, I'm not getting any younger either, so. I mean See? why not?
2: Nine. I mean that is in LA 26. It's prime. If you're 29, I mean just shoot you. You're like don't ladies don't turn 30 in LA. You're, <laughs> you're useless. Go work at a car wash. The uh, a 30-year-old woman in LA is like when uh Brooks leaves uh the jail in fucking <laughs> What 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 movie am I blanking on right now? You know I- the one with Tim Robbins? Come on, Joe. Movie. Straws Redemption. Yeah. You know the old guy has to reacclimate yeah. back in a culture, and he can't even bag groceries, so he hangs himself in the fucking. That's what being a thirty-year-old woman's like. You're like
1: I don't know what to do. You compare I just that want
2: to go back in
1: to being a thirty-year-old woman in L.A. Yeah.
2: If you're a thirty-year-old woman in L.A. and you're still single, just carve your name into the ceiling and hang yourself. Jesus
1: <laughs> Christ! Well, we lost our thirty-year-old women in L.A. demographic.
2: Yeah, I just Bob Costas. Them then. <laughs> He to be the one that breaks the news to you, but
1: well, we are talking.
2: Just move back to the Midwest and fucking be famous. I don't know.
1: Can I? Can I wrap up all the NFL and football discussion by saying the Aaron Hernandez Savage of the Year award has to be decided by you and I, not Twitter. I knew this would happen. People, people weren't watching the video, right, or hearing it. Sure. There was outrage within the dirtball community, which I appreciate.
2: Well, we already said that was going to be a factor. Okay. You know? We were just going to factor it in. Why was it, What was the outrage?
1: I mean, just the fact that people were just going off things they saw in the news. Name
2: recognition.
1: Name recognition. Chad Kelly is still the leader in the poll. I mean, that's unbelievable. Chad Kelly, after 555 votes for our Aaron Hernandez-Savage of the Year Award has 34% of the vote. Reuben Foster has 32%. Again, we said both his charges were dropped. I don't know if that matters or not. Dylan Donahue, 25%. And the Jonas Brothers. I mean, a guy was buck naked, breaking mirrors and windows and ready to jump off a 30th story of an apartment building or a, a skyscraper downtown. What does the guy got to do for you guys? Yeah.
2: No one... Again, you put this out on Twitter. No one knows. They're just seeing names.
1: Unbelievable. So, I think next episode, you and I decide, and you know, there's three of us now. Yeah. We'll bring in Aaron for his perspective on the Aaron Hernandez Savage of the Year award, which is a great start for his, his you know, yeah. profession as a lawyer. We're, we're going to get it started here at the Dirty like Sports it. Podcast. Okay. We got a lot to cover tonight, Prano. I do want to jump into Major League Baseball stuff. There's a lot going on with these rules. Yep. Possible changes.
2: Yeah. There's some. Ter- there's been some terrible rules floated.
1: Terrible. I. I assume you're following this closely.
2: I'm not following it that closely, but I've been. I've seen a lot of. Uh, I've seen a lot of it on Twitter. I've seen a lot of headlines.
1: Well, here's the first rule that has been changed. Not a rule, but a. I guess semantics. Right. The disabled list is no longer happening in Major League Baseball. They have changed it to the injured list. And
2: this is uh, because disabled list was offensive? To- yes.
1: I will read the direct quote from... Jeff- By the way,
2: Lachlan Patterson has a great disabled list joke. Uh, I don't know if it's available anywhere yet. Probably on his new release, whatever that is going to be. It's a fantastic disabled list joke.
1: A baseball joke?
2: Yeah, because it's called the disabled list. And he's like, what are they? You know, cripples? <laughs>
1: Well, that's... They
2: lost a leg in the war.
1: Well, this is what... What's his name? Jeff Pfeiffer, Major League Baseball Senior Director. This is his title. Jeff Pfeiffer, Major League Baseball Senior Director of League Economics and Operations. Mm Mm-hmm. Whatever the fuck that means. He said, in recent years, the commissioner has received several inquiries regarding the names of the disabled list. The principal concern is that using the term disabled for players who are injured supports the misconception that people with disabilities are injured and therefore are not able to participate or compete in sports. As a result, the Major League Baseball has agreed to change the name disabled list to the injured list at both the major and minor league levels. There we have it.
2: I'm just looking up. Okay, well. Disabled definition.
1: Yes, please tell me. By the way, we have an intern for that now.
2: Well, a person having a physical or mental condition that limits movements, senses, or activities. Literally, having a physical condition that limits movements or activities. That's what being hurt and not being able to participate in your activity of playing baseball or the movements required to play baseball, I can't handle woke PC fucking cult. I can't handle it. I can't handle it. I'm so glad that we have a fucking Mexican, Native American intern that I can say <laughs> horrible racist things to so that he can just laugh and enjoy it. And I can be like, see, this is what happens in life. This guy, he's not going about to start sending out smoke signals that were complaining. You know, he didn't fucking do his whatever. Like, come on. Like, that's the beauty of it. Good. But here's the thing. On a human level, nobody cares about this shit. The only people who care about this shit are the people that write letters to Professional sports organizations saying that they're disabled because my brother's disabled and he can't and he plays baseball. He does it very slowly and he can't do it when it's raining because then his wheelchair gets stuck in the mud, but he does it. And then you're like, Jesus, come on. I agree. Didn't say, it's not the handicapped list, it's the disabled list. You were able and now you're disabled.
1: It's bad. It's really bad, guys.
2: I didn't even know we were allowed to call handicapped people disabled anymore. I see. It's how confused it is. Like it's not a disabled parking spot. The handicapped spot.
1: And your point is a hundred percent accurate. They're appeasing those ten people it's a the year.
2: Vocal minority. They're appeasing everybody's appeasing the vocal minority. And this shit days. needs
1: to stop in our country. Yeah. It needs to stop.
2: No one gives a fuck.
1: And Prano's right. This shit needs to stop on all fronts.
2: Even out here. Even out here in the on the liberal West Coast. I hosted the show at the Improv last night. Jamie Kennedy closed the show. Jamie Kennedy was doing jokes about whatever. I'm not going to talk about the specifics of his jokes. I don't want to ruin his bits or whatever. But he did a joke. Um, and a whole table of girls. Fat girls. No surprise. Got up and... They walked out, and he, he jokingly said, oh, I'm walking people. Because he didn't actually think he was walking people. He's like, they must not have liked that joke. Totally kidding. And they were like, not that one. And he was like, "What? really? You actually didn't like a joke? He made a joke. He literally said he referenced. he. The joke was that a Mexican was referring to his penis as chorizo, basically. And they were like, that's racist. And they left. The whole crowd didn't care. After they left, he just basically talked about how awful they were, and everybody agreed. A room of 300 people, eight people. I'm sure one of the group, I'm sure it was literally one person in the group that was offended and then made their whole group leave. Probably the fat girl, um, the fattest. Um, not that you're allowed to say fat anymore. Uh, and so it's like w- literally one third of 1% of the room was upset, and they had to st- we had to stop the whole show, and everybody had to fucking talk about it. It's ridiculous. Did you see on Twitter yesterday, They were saying, I, I saw uh, there, there's skinny privilege. You can be privileged because you're not fat. I'm not as privileged as you who can apparently afford to eat literally all fucking day. It's ridiculous. It's the vocal minority. I'm calling it the disabled list, and I'll never not call it the disabled list. In fact, I'm calling it the handicapped list now. I've changed the name. It's the handicapped list. And I will reference. I'm just going to now on, on dirty sports and on dirty slides. I'm just going to talk about every single person that is not able to play as somebody who is uh, the kid from fucking you know <laughs> Breaking Bad with the fucking crutches. And Walter. And Walter yeah. Junior. Yeah, I'm just gonna assume everybody now has fucking MS or something.
1: News flash to everybody who cares about this shit. Your opinion doesn't matter. It doesn't. It doesn't fucking matter. But for some reason, a massive corporation like Major League Baseball, a multi-billion dollar corporation, is going to listen to a response from, like Joe said, the minority of the minority...
2: And the thing is, it doesn't change anything about. Like, they're like, fine, we'll change it just because we have to. But the thing is, is like, now it's going to be the awkward thing all year where everybody says the DL. Everybody says it. Somebody's got to correct them, you know? Well, Keith, it's actually now the handicap list or whatever. What do they so, call it? The injured list. So
1: it went from, and that's actually a good point. I never thought of that. The DL just flows so smoothly off the tongue. We've been using it forever. So now, DL's
2: a, a, in fact only in baseball and we use it for other
1: sports. That's what I'm saying. So now we're saying IL the injured list. Fuck everybody who complained. <laughs> just fuck you. I hope I hope There's you one get person. Is one person? I hope you get disabled. I hope
2: It was a, it was Susan. With a fucking handicapped brother and their goddamn letters. Stop writing letters, Susan.
1: Dude, we need it. You know what? I'm just going to say it. We need to have a real life purge. Let's, let's just fucking do it. I'm serious. I'm fucking serious. I'm not even joking right now. We need a real life purge and we need to just weed out the fucking people like this. Just Just end them. Real life purge. When can we do this? If we weed out this point zero 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 one percent, do you know how much better the world will be? How much better will the world be if those fat girls from last night never go to a stand-up comedy um, show again? They kind
2: of improved the show by being fucking. I, I I just wish they'd stuck around and ate the fucking crow that they needed to. But they're off ruining somewhere else's. It just they probably left and immediately wrote a letter to Major League Baseball, and then they, like it's. I feel like it's five. White chicks. There's five white chicks that are ruining everything for everybody. They're probably hanging around like you gotta write a letter about the disabled list. Now. It's like, all right, I'll
1: write a letter about the disabled list.
2: It's like the Brady bunch of just like f- f- five chicks somewhere. You
1: know who's, who's not? Like- ri- you know who's not writing letters? This is true. You know who's not writing letters ever about anything? People who get laid and people who aren't fat. I'm just saying. I mean, you might have occasionally a person who's good-looking. I'm just saying, are, there is no good-looking person. There is no good-looking person who's taking the time to do this. There's no person who's
2: busy... They're out having fun. They're out just like, exactly. they're enjoying life. It's there, like,
1: there's no person who's busy having sex or going on vacations who's writing these letters.
2: Yeah, some girl's like, put it in me. And some guy's like, I gotta write a letter about the disabled list first. Can you just, <laughs> just play with yourself for a minute? I've got to... <laughs> I have a cousin who's in a wheelchair and he's pretty offended by just every time he hears disabled list. You just see him. You just see him like he'll be watching a baseball game, every time they just say disabled list, he just starts fucking rolling back and forth. He gets it's real angry. The irony he, is he can't actually move any of his body, but I can see it in his eyes. It's what I'm off. saying.
1: The irony is your you know what it is? You know what this is? This is the this is the woke white girl it's
2: like, Why do they have to call it the disabled list? They're not disabled. They're just injured.
1: You know what it is, Prano? It's the woke white girl who's trying to be down with Black Lives Matter, who has no black friends. It's just like that. It's the person who's trying to vouch for the person who's mentally, can you say mentally handicapped? Who doesn't even understand? I don't know.
2: I don't know what you can say. I I literally don't know what you can and can't say anymore. I don't. I don't. I have no idea. All right. I'm gonna get a Miller Lite.
1: You get a Miller Lite, and while you do while you do that, I'm gonna bring in my legal correspondent. Chief Wahoo. <laughs> Chief Wahoo. <laughs> it
2: that was just be like
1: horribly over the top. Welcome aboard, Aaron. What percentage Native American are you?
0: Honestly, I have no idea. I'd have to reference the uh, 23andMe my sister so graciously did for the family recently. Oh, she
1: just—that's what I'm that's saying. That's awesome. Yeah, I want to do 23andMe. Yeah.
0: So, I, but I remember. It, I mean, it was like. I guess, like, third on my list of things. So, I mean, a good amount. Because I I I
1: can see the Native American. Yeah,
0: yeah. usually people ask me if I'm Asian. I'm like, oh, well, no. I I just got small eyes. So people
1: think you're Asian.
0: (laughs) Uh, Yeah, more often than not, they ask me, what kind of Asian are you? They know I'm Mexican. And then they kind of think, there's got to be something Asian. I just tell them now. I'm just Native American.
1: Now, you are currently in law school at Pepperdine. So you're in this college world. It's a little different because obviously now,
2: yeah. This is a great question. Are there is there a physical building that is like the safe space? Like, do, is there like a do, the, the is there a place that you can actually run to be safe on
0: college campuses these days? I mean, there's a the closest thing they have is a uh, a meditation room, probably on the third floor of the library. But that's about as far as you're going to get if you have to run. Other than that, I guess you just go into the into the hills of Malibu if you needed to. But uh, that's a great that's safe space. It.
1: Go into the hills, or then just walk down the hill Fires and coyotes. Yeah.
2: Be safe out there.
1: Or just walk down the hill into that lovely ocean. Like that's a safe spot. Oh, you have the beach right there. Yeah. I almost did a show at Pepperdine once in 2008. A fraternity was going to book me, but they, they gave me a contract which said I couldn't swear. I couldn't do any Jesus jokes. I couldn't do any jokes about like alcohol, marijuana, <laughs> It was me and another comedian. I just said, no. I'm like...
2: And you were like, okay, well, I've looked at my set list and I've crossed it out. How does seven minutes of Taco
0: Bell jokes sound? <laughs> <laughs> I saying, that sounds like a lecture or a seminar more than anything. So we
1: never did the show. We never did the show because they wanted us to be uh, be clean. And that was one of the stages where I was like, can I go clean? And I was like, Brandon, I looked, no, no. I mean, I got, back then I had 20 minutes on masturbation, which I did also tonight. So back then... Nowadays, not much has changed. Let's go through some of the potential changes okay. for Major League Baseball rules. These are ones that have been tossed out there. That Let's do it. Okay. Make relievers face at least three batters. Sounds horrific.
2: What if a guy goes in and just sucks?
1: Eliminate the DH or add the DH to the National League. This one's been tossed about, talked about forever.
2: We've, like, the ship sailed on the DH. Uh, just, you know, I'd be more in favor of eliminating it than uh, instituting it in both leagues. But we've already done the weird half-league rule. Why don't you just, it's fine. It's like the American leagues where out-of-shape power hitters go to die, you know? It's like their last hurrah, Yeah, and, you know? Get fucking stockpile stats for the Hall of Fame.
1: Limit a pitcher's number of throws to first base. How do you feel about that one?
2: Well, I mean, literally, maybe the worst rule I've ever heard. So now you're like maxed out on the thing. If you max out your throw, like now there's all this strategy of, well, this is my next to last. Because you can't make your last throw over, right? Because then the guy's just going to steal. He's gonna take off before so now it's really one less than that number. Yeah. What a horrific idea.
1: Well, this all for the record, all this stuff.
2: Let's limit the amount of foul balls too. Like how many how many foul balls are you really gonna? How many are we really gonna have?
1: You've heard about the second base thing, right?
2: It's all it's all stupid.
1: Put a runner on second base into extra innings to start the inning.
2: What a dumb idea.
1: I know we've said this before on the show, but we have to repeat it. Guys, baseball is a long game. You can't really change these things. This is the history of the sport. These are There are tactical moves that managers make. There's the reason all this stuff can't be changed. I, the, It all goes back to the, you want to speed up the game. Baseball is a slow-played sport. You can't really speed it up. Speed it up.
2: No more. Uh, every third inning. I've talked about this before. First, second, third inning, there's no break between the top and the bottom. You just go out there, pitcher gets his warm-ups, we're going. No commercials, you don't even cut away from the game. Boom, we're done. Stop, there's no other song after... Take me out to the ball game. Seventh inning stretch. There's no fake patriotic. We're not playing Born in the USA. We're not playing God Bless America. We're not playing Party in the USA. We're not playing fucking any Kid Rock songs. It's just take me out to the ball game, and then we get right back to baseball. I'll shorten the game. I'll make games two hours and 45 minutes. Like, make me the commissioner for three minutes. I'll make baseball faster. Without fucking going, oh, well, let's just put fucking players on second base and extra innings. Limit our throws to first base? Why don't we just limit all the pitches in every inning? How about fifteen pitches in an inning? That's what that's all you got. Let's just do it little league style. M- maximum number of batters. Every inning. You can only face you can only go through the lineup once. So you get to that eight hitter. You get to that nine hitter. Just like in Little League. That guy hits and he's just gonna run no matter what. Just like fuck, I don't know. Maybe they will all miss throw and I'll score. Who cares? I'm the last batter anyway. If you don't like it, don't watch it. Well But 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 It's a thing like they need more advertising, so they're not going to limit the amount of commercials. But no one's watching, so the commercial – it's like –
1: And therein lies the problem. So attendance last year was at its lowest since 2003. And this is what Rob Manfred's talking about. We have a problem. People aren't going to baseball games.
2: Because people like to go to baseball games to have 25 beers and a hot dog – and fucking enjoy you know the summer. If you you would it would cost me more to have 25 Miller lights and a hot dog at Dodger Stadium than it is for this guy to go to fucking law school at Pepperdine. I would need to fucking take out a lo- a bank loan. Maybe stop charging uh $11 for ground up pig hooves and fucking maybe people start going to ball games again. Make America great again. Make baseball cheap again. It's like bowling. Oh, uh, less and less people are bowling. Yeah, because you put seven thousand black lights into every bowling alley, and now it's a craft beer bar where they're serving fucking you know old fashions and chicken wings. Who's eating chicken wings at a bowling alley? Just beer, pizza, bowling, cheap. I bowl all fucking day. I bowl every day. But no, I never bowl ever.
1: It got too expensive. In college,
2: I was in a bowling league.
1: Yeah, it got too expensive. Yeah. Unless you go to where Walt Ruther bowls, Cherry Grove Lane's back in Cincinnati, Ohio. That's about the only place you can go. Yeah. The one the bowling alley by me and you, it's a fucking nightclub. It's ridiculous. It's not a bowling alley. It's a nightclub.
2: Make baseball cheap again.
1: It the
2: these the, the economics of it that no one's done the math on it. the guy in the guy who owns the fucking what's his name uh ricky ricardo the guy who owns the fucking atlanta falcons what's his name they got the, the pencil thin mustache uh J- J- john waters what uh, the fuck's his name God,
1: why am i forgetting his name arthur blank arthur blank
2: look at their price he, he's doing like three dollar hot dogs and one dollar waters because how much do you need to make on a water yeah the, 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 well, let me, let me you buy, it, if you're, if you go right now and buy Kirkland brand water, I was just going to say, that. how much is it for a 12 20? It's like, it's like, no, no, no. It's like $3 for like
1: a 24 pack. No, no, no. It's even cheaper. When I buy water at Costco, a 40 pack, a 40 pack of 16 ounce Kirkland water is two ninety nine
2: Okay. So it's less than, I mean, I'm some math on that. That's like it's
1: three bucks for a 40 pack.
2: Yeah. So it's less than ten cents of water.
1: Less than ten cents of water.
2: So now take that. Let's just let's just do basic fucking Tr- shit here. Less than ten cents of water, okay? If you're buying it in in this type of bulk that you would need to sell at a football stadium, you're probably gonna cut that number in half, at least, right? Yeah. So call it five cents of water. You need your margins on water to be six dollars and ninety five cents. What the fuck are you doing with all this fucking money? Maybe if you didn't charge people $7 for water, more people would come and buy tickets, which cost you know a significant amount, and buy five waters,
1: seven waters.
2: I mean, it's fucking stupid.
1: Yeah, that's actually a great point. Waters are five cents at Costco. And if I go to Dodger Stadium and I buy a water... They're going to charge me $7, six to eight bucks for water. Why is nobody talking about this?
2: Because nobody wants to like these guys don't want to admit they're thieves. So they want to They're like, oh, it's the pace. People aren't coming because the pace of play. We got to figure out a fucking way to bibba. No, just let's just everybody be real here. No one's coming because it costs too fucking much to go to a baseball game. And in football, people go because they only have to buy eight tickets a year. And then they're pissed off that they have to buy ten tickets with preseason games. And then people sell those to make their season money. Who's buying 80 games of baseball tickets? 80? Who's buying season tickets? Who has that kind of – you know how rich you would have to be to go to 80 baseball games a year sit in the upper deck and have one beer and one hot dog? Who has that kind of money? A beer – is twelve bucks, right? A hot dog's eight. Tickets are twenty forty dollars times eighty. It's
1: thirty two hundred bucks. Yeah.
2: Who's got thirty two hundred bucks to spare by themselves alone at a baseball game drinking one beer and having one hot dog?
0: I actually uh I pulled up the price of, of beer and concessions at every stadium. And this is for the smallest beer. The uh I mean arguably these are the teams that really only pull an average crowd or a good crowd for each game, is the uh, the Mets are at 10.50, Cubs are at 9, Giants are at 9, and Red Sox are at 8. And, I mean, it goes from there. But the teams with the least amount of attendance go down to 4.
1: Like the, probably but the no. Cincinnati Reds. Like the Rockies. You know, charge much. Teams like that. Yeah. So those big market teams.
2: The Rockies crush attendance, by the way. Rockies have a fucking fantastic attendance at in Denver there. Cause they sell four dollar beers. It's not that fucking hard. It's so stupid. Instead we're talking about, hey, uh guys, uh, you can't charge more than six dollars for a beer. Great. More people will come to baseball. Nah, that's stupid. What if we limit the amount of times a pitcher can throw over to first base? Are you fucking kidding me? How or stupid is that?
1: Why don't they do promotions? Hey, this Friday at Dodger Stadium, we're going to have...
2: They do do promotions. That's the only thing people go out for. So they buy 20 tickets and they get the Thor bobblehead. Yeah, but they no, sell it on fucking eBay. But hold eBay. on.
1: I, I'm not talking about those promotions. I'm talking about, hey, this Friday at Dodger Stadium, it's buy one beer... Get the second beer half off.
2: Uh, actually, well, Andy, I'm sorry, but that promotes binge drinking. And I don't know if you know, but binge drinking tends to lead to violence and DUIs. And then, you know, the Mexicans are stabbing each other in the parking lot at Dodger Stadium. It's because they're on all the beer they're on and all the cannabis. That's why.
1: You know what Major League Baseball needs to learn from.
2: Minor League Baseball.
1: Exactly. Yeah. Minor League Baseball has it figured out. I remember when I lived in Las Vegas, the 51s, who at the time were the Mets AAA, which I always thought was funny, uh, I went to a couple games. We went to a game on a Thursday night, and it was dollar 16-ounce beer nights. Dollar.
2: You know why? Because
1: beer costs nothing. Yeah. And yeah, did I get shit-faced?
2: What you had that list up? What did what do the uh, what do the St. Louis Cardinals charge for a beer? The Cardinals are at they're at five dollars. They own the beer company, Anheuser Busch. I mean, like yeah. their margins are they literally like what the fuck?
1: Five dollars. What's what's Miller or what's uh, Milwaukee? What are the Brewers?
0: Brewers are they're at seven.
1: a beer. Offensive. Yeah. It's offensive. It's named Miller Park.
2: It'd be like me charging you $7 for no chill. like, I'm overflowing with no chill. I'll give you fucking no chill for free.
1: I got to hop into the comment section. This one just popped up. This is funny. Shout out to Ben Harper. He said, stadiums charge more for water than what my weed dealer does. There it is right there in perspective.
2: Ben, his, ben Harper and the fun loving criminals there in the in the chat section.
1: His weed dealer is cheaper than buying water yeah. at a stadium. Yeah.
2: People are working two jobs to take their kids bowling once a year into the ballpark. It's like
1: Yeah. Why is no one talking about this?
2: Because no one's we're the true woke people. They're the only fucking woke people. Call it, call it the fucking retard list when somebody gets hurt in Major League Baseball. I don't care. Just make the beers $2. <laughs> you know, there's a retard list. Anybody that's paying $12 for a fucking ballpark beer.
1: It's like when I went to that Eagles-Rams game and that gentleman next to me was with, I forget if he had two or three kids, and when he was telling me what this was costing him, I almost wanted to give him 20 bucks. Yeah.
2: It's ridiculous. Th-
1: this guy told me between the three tickets and his kids had never seen an NFL game. They were so excited. He was basically saying this one game is setting me back five, six hundred bucks for a, f- a football game, a single football game.
2: Somebody told me uh where did I hear it? Uh the Cowboys, maybe no, it wasn't Tug. He, I'm sure he took public transportation, but the the Cowboys Rams game uh, parking a one hundred dollars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. one hundred. Yeah, what? It's the same parking lot. The, you didn't even have to do anything. The parking lot was already there.
1: One hundred dollars.
2: It's ridiculous. It's offensive. That's rape. You wanna fuck your you woke women out there, white women all fucking? That's I I just got me to'd at the stadium. Twelve dollars? Fuck I just got me to'd. I'm not even joking. It's as offensive. You're that's that's ridiculous. A hundred dollars to park my car somewhere that like you already built the lot, it's already there. You didn't even repave it.
1: Yeah, it's been interesting for me going from drinking to not drinking. I haven't really saved that much money because going in, I always thought, oh, I don't drink anymore, right? I'm going to go to the Dodgers game. I'm going to go to the Reds game. Go wherever I'm at. I'm going to save a lot of money because I don't drink alcohol anymore.
2: I will fix baseball in three minutes. Let Prano commish.
1: You going to grab your sidekick, Lenny Dykstra? Yeah. Can we talk about him?
2: Yeah. I tried to tell you this last episode, and you just just blew through the stop sign. I must have I was like Lenny Dykstra is apparently running like a fucking He's basically got Mildred he's got he's got uh like your your smut town in his house in like New Jersey.
1: <laughs> I must have tuned you out. Lenny Dykstra, this is the headline. I posted this on Twitter. The headline reads, Lenny Dykstra accused of turning New Jersey neighborhood into a den of drugs and prostitution. Here's the best part. I tweeted this out on Twitter. Lenny Dykstra retweeted it on Twitter. Yeah. Like just owning it.
2: He's a savage. Old nails. By the way, how bad must Lenny Dykstra have turned that block where People from New Jersey are complaining <laughs> they're like this is bad for New Jersey. Where
1: is Linden, New Jersey Prano?
2: I don't know I, th- I I have a feel I feel like I know where it is exactly but like I don't know It's definitely north Central Jersey like it's relatively close to New York I believe.
1: well, this is what the, out in the sticks This is what the story reads. people are complaining about his transient neighbors. cars are being towed all the time. Someone threw yellow liquid out the second floor window with trash. So I assume that's urine. Or beer. The mayor, there's a mayor of Linden? Okay. He told ABC7... I mean, that,
2: there's a mayor of Savagetown. True. <laughs> it's an apartment complex.
1: True. The mayor said that rooming houses are not allowed, so he can't be renting it out. Right. He said, if he's not in compliance with the current ordinances that are on the books, we will take him to task... However, right after he did this, Dykstra... Dude, Dykstra is the Aaron Hernandez Savage of the Year award. He put out an advertisement on social media for renting a room in his house for (laughs) $1,000. So they're threatening to evict him or get rid of him, however the the legal action works here. And Dykstra responds by running... A $1,000 room rent for his house in Linden, New Jersey. The savagery has no limits. Yeah. Is there a more savage man than Lenny Dykstra?
2: There's really not. He's embracing it. I think I read this to you uh, the other day. It referenced like he's, he owes like, he's like tens of a million dollars in debt? Like his net worth is like negative 15 million or something like that. How how does that even happen?
1: I think we need to look that up. Like what is Lenny Dykstra's net worth? And let's also not forget last year he was accused of kidnapping. How did he get out of this? He kidnapped and threatened to kill an Uber driver.
2: Yeah. He's one of those guys. He's just like he owns it. And so like no, he's like Donald Trump. Like, you know how like people are always like, did you hear what this guy said? Donald Trump, meanwhile, is just like, I said this shit. And people are like, well, I guess he's crazy.
0: What's his net worth? So his net worth, as of uh, August 2nd of last year, he's uh, rumored to be $25 in net worth. <laughs> and that's because of... Uh, <laughs> well, that's because he attended three Major League Baseball games last year and purchased alcohol while he was there. Yeah, I guess he filed Because he went bowling once. Less than 50000 in assets. Uh, against 10 million to 50 million in liabilities which came out to 25 million. He took the
2: 12 people that live in his uh, in his house in Linden, New Jersey bowling and now he's 25 million <laughs> in debt. They're like you work here now.
1: So his net worth is listed at negative 25 million.
2: <laughs> it's amazing.
1: How do, how do you even come up with that?
2: I know. It's ridiculous.
1: I wish he would know how to use Twitter better. Maybe he could come on our show. I mean we, I, I gave up on him.
2: Yeah. Well you should send him pictures of Savage Town. He'd be like, That's my kind of place. So <laughs> like I think I see my neighbors. I
1: mean I've told you, I've exchanged direct messages with him, but it's like, where's this going?
2: I mean he'd rob us if he came here, right? Like Oh,
1: for sure. I'd have like, to give
2: how get- much I get for those bobbleheads. Get those fucking bobbleheads. <laughs> They're like, nails, don't.
1: I mean he, he basically robbed his son.
2: Yeah. We'd have to have him via satellite.
1: You know that story? Do you know the story yeah, of his yeah, son? Yeah. His son, whose name is Cutter, by the way.
2: Classic. Cutter N- Dykstra. Chad.
1: <laughs> Cutter Dykstra. And his son married Jamie Lynn Sigler. Yeah. So his son got like a $400,000 signing bonus when he was drafted by, I believe, the Milwaukee Brewers. And Lenny basically squandered all that money. And
2: then some. He's $25 million in debt. He was just putting a dent in it. Like, Dad, you took my $400,000. He's like, well, to be fair, I took it so I could come watch you play baseball. But they, Look, but we had a couple of rum and cokes, and uh, now, I owe the, now I owe the Milwaukee Brewers $400,000.
1: How about this? We combine <laughs> two reality TV show ideas. We take Lenny Dykstra, and we move in the gang members from Fresno, or we send Lenny Dykstra to Fresno to move in with the gang members. I like it. What do we think?
0: I mean, I think he got probably some potential there. You figure he takes over an, ac- an apartment complex, something like be this. Stabbed you in know? minutes, by the way. <laughs> no, I think, he's probably the most racist man in America.
1: I think they'd embrace him. You think so? I think the Fools, If Lenny Dykstra was around a bunch of gang members and they learned his story, the savagery that he did, the things he's done, I think he'd be
0: embraced. I what? think. I mean, I think that level of crazy, probably. Yeah, you, you figure he just tells him. I mean, I kidnapped my Uber. Dude, you you threatened to uh...
1: kill an Uber driver. Have you ever had an Uber driver so annoying that you? I mean, I've had some bad ones that you threatened to kill them. I mean, I had that one guy who didn't play any music. I tell you, I told you about that. I think refused to play music. I had the guy who took me to Burbank when I uh, when I when I went out to interview for Dent Report. Um, God, why am I forget Uh, Scott Rubin? That's a long Uber. Middle of the afternoon, Venice to Burbank. He didn't play any music for an hour and ten minutes.
2: And you were like, "Did you ask him?" To I was like, music?
1: "Yo, dude, you want to play some music or something?" He's like, "He goes, no, I'm cool." He was some Armenian dude. I want to be like, "I'm not cool." No, I'm cool. <laughs> You're getting one star, bro. I'm stuck in L.A. traffic for an hour and ten you didn't bring minutes. Your headphones, huh? I didn't have headphones. When I mean, there's only so many times you can refresh. Social media and, like, sports scores. Yeah. Who doesn't play music for an hour and 10-minute drive?
2: I got caught in an hour and a half Uber in New York where the guy just kept – it was, like, ridiculous. I've literally taken Uber pool twice, and I'll never do it again. It's always a disaster.
1: Yeah, that's some poor people's shit, bro. I
2: know. But it was in New York, and I was like, well, how expensive could it be for a yellow cab – and then I was like – I was trying to do the math, but I always think I, – I just don't think maybe – I think maybe Uber is not the call in New York. I think maybe you're better off just yellow cabbing it. Yeah. But yellow cabs, I mean, at this point, I don't have to get into a car that smells like garbage anymore. So why why am I? Um, so I look at Uber to get to my sister's place, which is like 15 minutes away. It was like $45 on a Saturday night. I was like, well, oh, that's stupid. And then it was like an extra 10 minutes – and it's thirteen dollars if you take the Uber pool. I was like, fuck it, whatever. So I take it. Somehow he gets stuck in some sort of hour and a half, I guess, picking up people. At one point he just stops in the middle of FDR Drive, which is like a highway around New York City. Just stops. He's like trying to figure out where he's going. I'm like, you can't just stop in the middle of a highway. You can't just stop your car. I got out, he never ended my ride. It's just going and going, and going. I canceled. They charged me a hundred dollars. I was like, What the fuck is happening? So fuck Uber.
1: I have a few new TV ideas. The ideas are flowing tonight. Okay, a few ideas. One, a podcast where people just share their horror Uber stories.
2: How about just Lenny Dykstra is an Uber driver? That's what I was going to get to.
1: (laughs) Or Lenny Dykstra is an Uber driver. I like that one. That's exactly what I was thinking. Or a third TV show idea, Uber pool, but it's like dating. You pick up a girl that you-
2: Uber pool, but uh, the other passenger in the Uber pool is always Lenny Dykstra.
1: Okay, yeah, we could do that too. (laughs) But how about kind of like...
2: Uber Nails.
1: Do you remember the show Blind Date? Yeah. It's Blind Date, but involving an Uber. Like, the Uber picks you up. He's taking you to LAX for a flight. He's also picking up somebody else. You see if you hit it off, they film it. Blind Date, but fucking rideshare Blind Date. Dude, I, I don't know what it is. If, is it the, is it the kombucha? Kombucha? the
2: Kombucha? The,
1: the, the ideas are flowing tonight. I think it's Aaron. This guy is just, this guy is just, he's he's, he's bringing all the ideas for me. Aaron, I'm, I'm telling you, this this is a new age. This is a new age for dirty sports. I'm very impressed so far. If I want to do an in-game analysis right now, he's looking up numbers. We don't even have to tell him. I mean, you take that meme, you take the previous stuff we had, then you hit that upgrade <laughs> button, fam. I'm just saying. <laughs> Feeling good, Prano. I'm feeling good, and I'm looking good because I'm wearing Flag and Anthem. Head to toe.
2: Solid segue right there.
1: Solid segue, right? Flag and Anthem jeans, my Flag and Anthem three-fourths. Is that what they're called? Yeah. Three-fourths shirt, my Dirk Bentley. I'm seeing some Flag and Anthem on my left.
2: That's right. Get some Flag and Anthem gray uh, chinos, and then, of course, one of my favorite Flag and Anthem uh,
1: flannel. Flannels here. Guys- Get you some Flag and Anthem right now. A few Dirtballs DM me. I don't know if they've listened to the show yet, but Dirty Feb is our promo code for the month of February. Gets you 25% off. Same rule applies for Flag and Anthem as for SeatGeek. If you send me a screenshot using the Flag and Anthem promo code, you get two koozies. So, go to flagandanthem.com, drop promo code DIRTYFEB for 25% off. If you've used the promo code before, well, this is a brand new one. You can use this one during the month of February. It's pretty simple.
2: Uh, I'll tell you what I did, Andy. On uh, Thursday, I went to the Spotify Best New Artist Grammy Party. And uh,
1: humble brag.
2: Yeah. It was was pretty exciting. But I was like, you know, what am I going to wear? What do you wear to like the. I was like, I got to look. Really good, but like you don't want to like overdo it. Like the guys who show up in suits, I'm like, you're a dork. This is yeah. a Grammy party, sure. So I, for the first time, I'd gotten some uh, a while ago. I got some like charcoal flannel pants from uh, Flag and Anthem, and I had not worn them because I was like, I just don't know the occasion to wear them. I I wore Flag and Anthem charcoal flannel pants, and then I rocked. Uh, I've got like it's not a hoodie. I wore I've worn it on the show. It's like that. That like, almost like turtleneck-y, I don't know what they call it on their site, but it's like a loose collared hoodie.
1: I was looking at that.
2: Yeah. It's kind of dope. I threw that on, and then I threw, and then I took like a gray jacket that I have, not Flag and Anthem, but like, you know, I got a, yeah. I put a blazer on over sure. it. And uh, many compliments on my two-piece Flag and Anthem with a with a blazer over it. I heard- a party outfit. I heard
1: that Babe Arexa came up to you after her performance. And wanted to take you home because of your flag and anthem, that is true, yeah, so you guys can get fl- flag and anthem right now, you get pop stars bringing you home flag and anthem dot com promo code, DIRTYFEB for twenty five percent off. How was she by the way? I saw her during halftime of a Rams game. I kind of want to bang her,
2: yeah, yeah, she's great. I'm actually a big fan. Um, there was all of the best new artists played uh, at the thing. But she was the only one that I thought was worthy of pictures. Not all of them, uh, that the uh what's the Led Zeppelin knockoff band? Um Greta Van Fleet, they didn't play. It, there's I think there's seven best new artists. Five of them are women, two one's a band and one's I think a dude. And only the women played at this party. I think that was just coincidence. Where was this at? It was at the Hammer Museum in
1: Westwood. It was dope. So Baby Rexa, let's talk about her. How Bebe. she lo- BB. I always yeah. pronounce it wrong. BB Rexa?
2: Yeah. She well, she she's she's uh, a little thick, right? She's a little thick.
1: She, but she's up my alley.
2: Yeah, totally. Uh but it was cool. She fucking lost it on the crowd. Cause like no one was da- no one was like singing along and shit. And she was like, stop it. And she was like, You motherfuckers, this song was like you know, number one for fifty weeks. Is she British? You're gonna fucking sing. No, she's from Staten Island. Oh. She's an Albanian New Yorker. Oh, I didn't know. Yeah. Savage. And she was like, my mom's looking at me like stop. Mom mom, I'm not gonna stop. She was like she like she just like had a New York fucking savage Staten Island freak out. It's kinda dope. I was I mean, like, oh, I like her. She's crazy.
0: Staten Island's uh coincidentally right by Linden. So I mean Yes, right? There you go. Fits. Wait a second. Are we saying
1: that BB Rexa is the bastard child of <laughs> Lenny Dykstra? Conspiracy theory? I'm just saying. We putting Could it be. out there? Could be. You know what I'd like to do, and I don't
2: I'd know like if you share an Uber pool of those two.
1: Oh man, <laughs> there'd be so much ass eating going on, right?
2: I don't... Right, right. <laughs> Is this thing on? <laughs> Lane Dexter's eating ass, right? What about doing
1: an episode where we do sports conspiracy theories?
2: Where are you leading with Lane Dexter eats ass? Is that your?
1: No, I just I think if we've you and I have discussed a lot, and I I'm really finding conspiracies more interesting as I get older. I'm more open to conspiracies. I just think a lot of the ones we've even discussed that you think are mainstream aren't. From the Michael Jordan stuff to Magic Johnson. I think it'd be fun to do an episode. Now, I don't know if YouTube would permit it because they're basically trying to kill conspiracy theory videos. Right. But I think that'd be a fun episode.
2: Yeah, let's do
1: it. Like, the mainstream media... Doesn't discuss Michael Jordan's dad was murdered because of his gambling. That's kind of mind-blowing mind-blowing. And, that, to and me. that
2: the NBA then forced him to retire. That's what I'm saying. Years. Yeah, take a suspension.
1: That's pretty much What's no. What's the Magic
2: Johnson one? He was on the DL, and not by the way, that doesn't mean the disabled list. I mean, on the down low.
1: This is where it gets confusing, Joe. This is where it gets confusing with DL. You could because because the IL he was on the IL. I mean, it just doesn't sound as good. You got to keep DL.
2: Yeah. But I meant the DL, like the down low.
1: I know. Like the R. Kelly hit song, Keep It On The Down Low. Yeah. What about R. Kelly, Babe Orexa, and Lenny Dykstra Uber pool together?
2: (laughs) A lot of piss in there. A lot of piss. (laughs) Lenny's like, save that to my house or you can throw it out the window.
1: (laughs) I mean, forget carpools and karaoke, whatever that stupid shit James Corden does. Who's driving the vehicle? O.J.?
2: (laughs) Well, OJ didn't even drive when he, in his famous day. That's
1: a good point. <laughs> AC, AC Callens is driving. Yeah, I do want to say something now that you reminded me. We're talking about OJ. Here is what I want to do for the marathon. I have that amazing "The Juice Is Loose" flag. I want to finish my LA marathon the last quarter mile or whatever it is, tenth of a mile. I want you know how Olympic Olympic sprinters. They take their flag after they finish or when they're like, yeah, after they finish. I want to finish the LA Marathon with the Juices Loose flag tied around my neck.
2: So what are you going to do? Are you going to like... I want
1: somebody to be in the crowd. I'm asking. Well, you know,
2: it's actually a pretty... It's, in the, it's on that thin stuff. You should just fold it up real nice, and put it in your fanny pack.
1: I could. I think it'd be even... didn't
2: even blink at me.
1: Yeah. I think it. i think talking it,
2: about his fanny pack. Look well, at this one. Yes, I am running with my fanny pack.
1: I'm not battling you. It's called a fit belt, but whatever. <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to battle with you. I think it'd be cool if somebody could hand me. I'm just. I'm getting a visual here. Somebody hands me an OJ Simpson juices loose flag. I'm you know running the last tenth few miles, or last like I said, tenth of a mile, whatever it is, and flying in back of me. Is the picture of OJ in his white Ford Bronco, and people were saying, What the fuck just happened? And people were taking pictures and video of me doing that. I think this would be so awesome to do during the LA Marathon. And I really want it to happen. In fact, Dirt Balls, I'm gonna put it out there. I want people to show up and talk shit, cheer me on, whatever you wanna do. I'm fucking. When is the marathon? It's March 23rd. Or the 24th, I forget. Whatever that Sunday is. I'm going to fucking crush this marathon. I'm in great shape right now. Knock on wood. Things are going great. I'm going to kick my little brother's ass. If you hear this, Mark, you're fucking 404 you ran in the marathon
2: Ooh, a couple where years ago.
1: I think he did it in Arkansas. But he ran it in 404. I'm going to take a hot steamy dump on that time.
2: Wow. Wow. Write down this time code. We're going to have to send this
1: to Mark. Oh, I think we'll hear it. He listens to Dirty Sports. Yeah, yeah.
2: Whoa, we I, we, didn't, we might need to get Mark on the phone. We might have to have a wager here. You g- going at his
1: four hundred four. In fact, I am going to say this. I was such a piece of shit in Nashville. I am disgusted about myself. I am disgusted.
2: We, we were disgusted by you as well. about my performance. Everything about it was disgusting.
1: I am embarrassed. I am ashamed. I am going to take that performance and eradicate what I did there by doing a sub four hour marathon. You heard it here first.
2: Wow. 404. I like it. Really going at him. Yeah it mark is the one uh that's a dentist
1: now, right? He he's gonna be a dentist.
2: We gotta we gotta get Mark on the phone. This this is a good opportunity for a wager. I think if you don't beat him you should have to wear braces for a month. <laughs>
1: I don't think that's how it works, bro. If he throws on the braces, that's at least six months. It's
2: great. What
1: do you think? What?
2: They have, they have to be on for Fuck six it.
1: months? I'll, even go, I'll go further. If I don't beat his 404 time, I'll wear braces for a fucking year. What?
2: Don't do that to yourself. I'm
1: doing it right now. We're live.
2: Wow. Somebody clip this. Send it to Mark immediately. If
1: I don't beat his 404 marathon time, I'll wear braces for a full 12 months. Wow. And I'm talking Pau Gasol Los Angeles Lakers braces. Remember when he had those? Yeah. I'm talking Andre Drummond braces. Why do the NBA players all get in braces, not line. I'll do it.
2: It's amazing. This is the greatest thing that has happened. <laughs> a lot of good things on the episode, but that's a good one.
1: I'm feeling pretty confident.
2: Tears a hamstring, mile three.
1: Doesn't matter. Lives the
2: rest of, lives the rest of his year like a 12-year-old?
1: Doesn't matter. If I tear a hamstring, I'm fucking determined <laughs> to fucking beat four hours. And it doesn't matter that I'm dealing with some serious feet issues right now. I think it's TMS, or I'll see a podiatrist, whatever. <laughs> I'm ready. I'm feeling good, Prano. I'm not going to lie. I'm feeling good
2: about What's it. What's go in the comment section over there, Aaron. <laughs>
0: I'm seeing right now. Someone just said 404, then dog, like a dog. Like, come on. And then also got a braces cost less than a hot dog at an NFL game.
1: (laughs) Ben Harper again. Dude, he's going with the comments tonight. I want to let everybody know we are going to be calling, right, the – three-point and slam dunk contest on YouTube. It's called NBA Saturday, Andy. Okay, we're going to call the NBA Saturday live on YouTube next Saturday. The three-point and slam dunk contest. We will be live from here. Aaron, what are your Saturday plans? Are you interested at all?
0: I mean, yeah. I, I don't really got much going on, so okay, NBA Saturday. Why not?
1: I feel like we need to add... Can we, Is there any former NBA players we can throw on the couch that we know?
2: Former NBA guys. The only NBA guy we've had on the show is Scalabrini. Scalabrini.
1: Right? Okay, he still owes us those slides, by the way.
2: <laughs> I don't think we're getting them, bud. <laughs> I might have an in with some NBA guys. I've got a, I've got a potential. I, I, there's an angle that could work. that I just thought of.
1: It'd be it'd be nice to have a guy who you know played the game riffing with us. I think I think I think we need to bust out the cannabis that night too. Maybe order some pizza from Abbott's Pizza or Pizzarito. Which one do you like better?
2: Uh, I like Abbott's. You like Abbott's. Yeah, solid. I, I just went to a great pizza spot uh, the other day, Vito's Pizza, up on Santa Monica Boulevard. Have you been there?
1: No, where's that?
2: 25th in Santa Monica.
1: Vito's. Yeah. That was the name of the pizza joint right next to St. Louis University. Great pizza joint, Vito's. This
2: is the, they're like trying to do like a... East Coast pizza. It's like just, it's all just like picnic tables in there. Then there's like a pool table. There's a bar. Good pizza.
1: All righty. Well, did you want to talk in the NBA? I didn't put anything down because, you know, the trade deadline happened Thursday. Not how
2: about the uh,
1: The Lakers Celtics game was amazing?
2: Lakers Celtics game was amazing. Um, Kyrie's injured. Kyrie's injured. Celtics fall apart. They give up a 28, 26, 28 point lead to blow that game against the Clippers. But today's game is one we're talking about. The Philadelphia 76ers blew out the Lakers. But not even really that they blew. They scored like 143 points or something like that.
1: Yeah, I watched it. In
2: regulation. Philly's legit with Tobias Harris. Yeah. JJ Reddick has been fucking playing better since he got there.
1: You know, Reddick's having a career high in points. Yeah. This year. He's yeah. averaging 18 points a game.
2: Philly's legit.
1: Philly is legit. And Boston's done. They're done. And and nobody talks about Kyrie's injuries for some reason. Kyrie is 100% injury prone.
2: I've talked about it. I talk about it all the time. I don't <laughs> want anything to do with Kyrie. That, that, was the, that was the thing that I said when we talked about Perzingis. Everybody's like, well, you know, Perzingis, the thing is, he's injured. I'm like, yeah, he's coming off a knee surgery. Kyrie's had two already. Yeah. Well, he's taller. Well, that Okay. Sure. But him taller is why he doesn't need his explosiveness.
1: The East is going to be fun to watch this playoffs. You haven't said that in a while. No. Because you knew LeBron was just going to make it to the finals. The East, and he's right. His comment, which all the fucking LeBron haters went at, you know, he made that comment about they're all going for it with the trades in the East because they don't got to go through him anymore. Right. And it's true. It's 100% true. Yeah. It's going to be a fun playoffs in the East.
2: But Philly, man, I hate to say it you know I hate Philadelphia, but that move, that that starting five is legit. And I, I liked Miritich to uh, Milwaukee, and I liked uh, Gasol to Toronto, but I don't like any of them as much as I like uh, um why am I Tobias, Tobias Harris? Harris and Bobin Bobin to Sixers? I keep wanting to say Toby and bobby, The great, the great duo, the Toby bobby trade.
1: Bro, you put them in an
2: Uber, Toby and Boby. Oh, they need a reality show
1: with Lenny Dykstra driving. I'm just saying,
2: Toby Boby, BB and Lenny.
1: Yeah, man, what'd you do with that girl last night? I bobened her. <laughs> it sounds like a sex term, right? Yeah. Like, dude, I bobbed the shit out of that chick last night.
2: She tobed me, and then I bobied her. <laughs> the Toby bobey.
1: <laughs> you Toby
2: Bobied? Is that your first date? Yeah. Well, she thinks I'm rich because I bought her three beers at a baseball game. So I Toby Bobied her. <laughs> I took her bowling, so she thinks I'm a fucking millionaire.
1: <laughs> you know what? She,
2: she thinks I own the Clippers. You
1: know what's sad? That used to be my go-to date, man. Yeah,
2: it was everybody's go-to date because you got to see her in action. It's basically one whole ass-looking date.
1: Yeah, it's true. Just look
2: at each other's ass for the whole thing.
1: God, I had some And Man, cl-
2: I'd rather go to a strip club. I could see more ass for cheaper at a strip club.
1: Yeah. My last bowling date was probably two, two and a half years ago for a first date. And that's when I've been living in fucking debt ever since. No, because remember, you've been, you've been trying to climb out of credit card debt. I actually called you. That was right when they renovated the new bowling alley on Venice Boulevard. I called you. I was like, yo, have you been to Bolero now?
2: And I was like, no. And you're like, well, you have to get here because they won't let me leave until I pay my bill. (laughs) You're going to have to float me for a grand. We'll figure it out tomorrow. We'll thus fund it.
1: I mean, God forbid me order some chicken fingers and a couple drinks for a lady. $400 $400 later. I mean, shoe rental. Like, like You talk about a Ponzi scheme.
2: Yeah. Buy your shoes, buy your ball, smuggle and booze.
1: I went bowling in Cincinnati with my dad, like half my family. There's guys who
2: have walked in bowling alleys in the Midwest in the 70s and are just still there. They're like, this yeah. is cheaper than being home. <laughs> why Why am I going to pay gas? It was and-
1: so cheap. I I honestly, no lie, if if my old man, who's been in a bowling league for... By 50 years, if my old man walked into Bolero Bowl in Mar Vista... and
2: it'd be her- like, <laughs> It'd be like Michael Douglas in Falling Down. <laughs> <laughs> He'd just start fucking attacking people. Some old guy just losing it.
1: That's my new goal. My new goal is to get Walt out here to take him We're bowling. We
2: need Photoshop a Walt on <laughs> Falling Down cover. <laughs>
1: I was going to say he'd instantly die, but I like the Michael Douglas reference. Yeah.
2: Remember he just snaps, <laughs> starts walking in Los Angeles. That's- <laughs> <laughs> that-,
1: that is such an underappreciated movie. Let me just tell you that. That movie.
2: He shoots a bazooka. In movie. <laughs> Have you seen Falling Down? I have it, but I gotta watch I gotta it, it now.
1: Okay, as someone now who lives in Los Angeles.
2: Yeah, you gotta watch Falling Down. And I
1: don't want to give away too much, but the end scene is right here in Venice Beach, too, on the Venice Pier. I'll just say that much. He loses his mind. Mu- the opening scene is he's stuck on traffic. Yeah. He literally in, in packed like traffic on the 10. He gets out of his car and just walks away from his running vehicle. And people are like, hey, what are you doing? And then from there, the movie just, just
2: snaps. Yeah,
1: He just snaps. I have been wanting to watch that lately. And you, uh, thank you for reminding me. Guys, if you get anything from this episode, and you, <laughs> you've gotten a lot. Please go watch Michael Douglas falling down. A classic. Dude, when he goes to that country club like outside Brentwood.
2: Yeah. <laughs> What about when he goes to like the fucking uh Korean fucking the Army Navy store? remember like he's the guy's like and he fucking flips out about the, the guy with the boots Walter walk into a Bolero and then just immediately like like he'd just steal a briefcase and just start walking the streets of Los Angeles
1: <laughs> holy shit I got nothing else. Is that the episode?
2: Sure, if you say so.
1: I got nothing else. I'm laughing too much. Guys, stick around for these end, the end of these episodes. I feel like we have to start doing plugs at the beginning. Yeah. I'm serious, though. Because no one hears the plugs? No one hears the plugs. I think, I think we do, like, if you're trying to push a show or if we're trying to promote something, we do it to start the episode. Okay. But we'll give them two this episode. We we'll give them two. I mean, we could record one for the audio nah, version. We're good.
2: Okay. You got you got anything? What's your, what's your, what's our plugs?
1: You know, same old shit, guys. Use any of our promo codes for our sponsors, and you will get two koozies in the mail. And that shit really helps the show. So please help us out. Use the codes, and I will send you koozies. Follow us at the Dirty Sports on Twitter and Instagram and subscribe to us on YouTube. We've gotten some great iTunes reviews. Again, leave your Twitter handle. Sometimes you guys leave them and I can't find them for some reason. But make sure you're leaving the correct Twitter handle or correct Instagram handle. And I always try to follow you back. And follow me at Andy AndyRuther.
2: Uh, fix Your Life on Twitter. At JoePrano on Instagram. Uh, Going to be doing a lot more shows here in town. Uh had some dirt balls come out to the improv last night. Um, they slid into my Instagram DMs, and I hit them up with guest list tickets. So. Who, who came out? Uh, I forget the guy's name. Ben? Not Ben Harper, though. Um, yeah, so follow me on all that stuff. Keep your eye on my, I, uh, my calendar. i calendar. going to have some shows here in L.A. Uh, we got Palm Springs coming up. Got Alaska for the comedy festival coming up back to the East Coast in April. So stay on joeprano.com. How about our uh how about our intern over there?
0: Do doing plugs? Aaron. Is, are you on social media? Uh yeah, I'm on social media. I guess uh all I got is I have Instagram, Aaron Maharis, Twitter, Aaron Maharis. Spell, spell out your last name, Aaron. It's uh it's M-O-J-A-R-R-A-S.
1: Uh-huh. And, and that's, you're also that's where you can find on, me.
2: You're also on Twitter soon at at DS Interns. I saw this. And at, 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 uh,
0: at DS Interns. Yeah, I saw the Maybe picture the, of that, too. DS Interns account.
1: <laughs> That's great. Aaron, seriously, though, great job, first episode. Thank you. Yeah, it was, it was fun. You, Look you,
0: at this.
2: We're already causing intern drama. Joe Shabelli with a who? Oh, savage.
1: Would you say Aaron? <laughs> I'm just going to say it. I, 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 I'm just going to say it. <laughs> Would you say Aaron is basically what Patrick Mahomes did to the NFL? After one episode, I'm gonna say it.
2: He came in and and, and uh, he just like changed the position, bro. He changed of, it of, of intern.
1: I, I've never seen a man more naturally sit in a desk the way Aaron <laughs> did this entire episode. I'm just saying, the man that is, one
2: look away uh, yeah. stat lookup he had where
1: he was doing this, yeah,
2: Patrick Mahomes that look, bro.
1: Out. I'm telling you, and somebody who's gonna. Become more and more familiar with the law as the day goes by. So now, when we bring up all these crazy Lenny Dykstra legal matters, Aaron's gonna have his fucking foot right there, you know, his, his hand on the pulse. Am I, is that a saying?
2: Yeah, his finger on the pulse. His finger on the
1: pulse. He's gonna know exactly how Lenny gets out of these things. Love it. All right, guys, that's the episode. He's also probably
2: gonna sue us one day and take all of our.
1: Well, if you plan. keep making Native American jokes, yeah. yeah
2: old chief subpoena over there.
1: (laughs) Unbelievable. All right, guys, that's the episode. Thanks for tuning in. And most importantly, don't forget condoms are for pussies.